Spencer in the City, a Spencer-based iCarly podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Holly. And I'm Sam. And I'm Kendall. This is episode two, and we are talking about I Dream of Dance and I Like Jake, which I will get out of the way now, is one of the big shakeups in the Netflix versus Paramount Plus order, which we're going in the order of what was viewed on television back in 2007 and that is not the order that is shown on Netflix and it is not the production order and that's going to cause some continuity problems but that's the choice I made for us okay Emily do do we know what the deal is with why Netflix has a different order are they is Netflix showing them in like production order or something almost and I've practiced explaining this because it's confusing and doesn't make sense but Netflix is almost showing it in production order but there are a few episodes they've taken all the hour-long episodes and put them at the end of each season. So it's not even quite in production order, and that's what really throws it off. But they also have the seasons all goofed up, because Netflix only lists like three seasons, right? Netflix lists two seasons, but they have three seasons worth of content. Paramount Plus has all six seasons worth of content, but they only list five seasons. But they also have it in... The order that it was shown on television. So, so is what Paramount Plus calls season five actually five and six? It's somewhere around season three or two that they've... I think it's in season two. They've put season three lumped in with season two and then just oh, gone forward with that. That's confusing. So there are a lot of things I don't understand about it, but we're hmm. just going in the order that they showed it on TV. And that's All that's right. what we're sticking with. In terms of viewing experience, uh, Hallie and I watched it on Netflix and I will say it was felt very wrong scanning so far ahead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we felt like we were being spoiled i dream yeah. of dance was like 13 or more in the production order and they showed it so early because nickelodeon had a night where they showed four dance theme episodes so they mm. had to show it really early and that's also the reason why nickelodeon showed a new episode of drake and josh after they showed the series finale they had the big ending of drake and josh <laughs> And then a few weeks later, they said, here's another one. And they're dancing. Here's another one. It's dance themed. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So do, do Drake and Josh fans count that as the last... Drake and Josh? I was reading something online, I don't know, on Wikipedia, and they called it the series finale, and that made me kind of mad, because it's very clear to me that Really Big Shrimp is the Drake and Josh series finale, because it's the big end, so I guess there's dispute amongst Drake and Josh fans. Did it create major continuity errors? Because I'm assuming the series finale of Drake and Josh killed off Miranda (laughs) Cosgrove's character, so that she could go star in iCarly, right? right? And then she's back? Mm, Yeah, it was pretty bad. But then she came back, and they were like, what? There's a ghost in this episode? Drake and Josh is like the older brother to iCarly. It's true. I feel like it's just like you're seeding it for another podcast. Like you have to start kind of Uh planting those seeds now. And so in like three to five years. But let's talk 
about let's, dancing. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about dancing. dancing. What's your favorite breakfast to eat in the classroom? Literally, I bought turkey bacon this weekend, and I don't know if it was subconsciously because of this episode, but I think it was. Hmm. It probably was. I, I will say that Sam putting her breakfast in Freddie's backpack was very rude. Sam Sam's a very rude person. <laughs> she really was. And how did she have a... Well, I guess that was the whole joke, was the glass of juice. But it's like... <laughs> really? Like, the, the bacon was funny, and the breakfast shoving was funny, but... That was that was a bridge too far, Sam. <laughs> it was an impressive backpack, though, because you didn't see juice like spill out the bottom of it. That's what I was wondering. I was trying to remember if that was the gag or not, because that seems like a very easy gag. I don't think, think that happened. Having a dancer slip that, on it. I think that the backpack was watertight. Wouldn't Freddie get the best gear, though? I mean, look at iCarly. He <laughs> clearly knows what tech to get. I was yeah. reading on the iCarly wiki that this caused a continuity error because the next episode in production order, Freddie had a new backpack but because that was all shown out of order it goes back to his old backpack well i was really curious because you were saying that there wasn't a lot of story arcs but i feel like the conundrum of freddie and sam's lockers just is really gonna throw people for a loop yeah and it's interesting that we saw it in these two episodes the first episode was sam hitting the hammer on the locker and then the next episode was her saying like hey look at my locker so yes that's true the locker is a conspiracy it is and clearly mm-hmm. Sam's hiding it's because, drugs. Well, I think it goes back to the, the alternate universes thing where they got off on the wrong floor and they were in a universe where she'd made one small decision not to change lockers or to change lockers. You know, And then by the next episode, they're back in their regular world. That's a good point. It's like the Matrix is slipping a little bit. Yeah. I'm a little bit sad for Miss Briggs because she brings in some really good talent. And I've had teachers like this before that try really hard. And I think we should respond respect the level of effort and education that Miss Briggs strives to pursue. And man, the class just did not like that, the river dancing. That's not a dancer, no. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of the classic uh, thing. I think it's like a Mulaney sketch, but it's also real life where you have an assembly and then like the next day you have to have an assembly where you all get in trouble for not paying attention to the special guests at the first assembly. I thought it was a big overreaction. Like they hated that. And I think that would be a fun experience to have some random dude come dancing in your English class. Well, and like as a middle schooler, you, you got to think about the, the alternative, because if you weren't watching that Scottish Highland dancer, then you'd be like learning about adverbs. Yeah, I'm, I'm always yeah, trying to read sucks. what's on the board behind them. And it's always just legitimate English class stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't know what I don't know what they expected to happen. Like it, they boo him off the stage and he leaves. And then she's like, oh, well, <laughs> let's go be friends with everyone. No, they're going to learn about like sentence structure. Yeah. No fun. Well, but like, how does Miss Briggs just bring this guy in and be like, kids, this is what, like, I'm, I'm sure we're missing something because kids don't pay attention. So from their perspective, everything seems LOL random. But like, were they doing a series on Scotland? Were they reading about, I don't even know what you would do in English class, Roddy Doyle or something? And then this is somehow related? Or was she just like, ah, I'm gonna, you know, my neighbor's kid is a professional dancer. I'll just have him come to my one class for a few minutes it's not weird i think that's what they were going for is that she was just like forcing them to watch something that was not relevant to their lives at all it's just so know. weird because 
whenever you're a kid, everything is just weird. <laughs> Kendall, if you had to choose between Scottish dancer and abstinence-only sexual ed class, what would you choose? I mean, they're they're promoting the same end result, right? Oh, got him. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. I think it was just a takeoff on everyone hates bagpipes. And it's like, yeah. the dancing is pretty cool. Like, I think yeah, I actually I was probably that age when I went to Lord of the Dance. And I was like, this Ooh. is a cool thing to do. So does Sam get detention for being a smart aleck or for eating the turkey bacon? I don't remember. I think it was for being a smart aleck about eating the turkey bacon. But then she started the yeah. booze. That sounds right. And said it yeah. was, he said it was Gibby. And Gibby said, I will not be a victim. Oh, yeah. Yes, I kind of like Gibby. I'm excited that he's going to be a character. Yes, which I think it makes a perfect introduction for Gibby because we're just like, who is this kid? And when he he's comes in later. Off. The first thing he says is is are we going like are we going to have a spelling bee today a spelling bee? <laughs> a spelling bee? That says, doesn't like, no it's a that? it's an amazing performer and he says ryan seacrest <laughs> yeah. i think that was the part where i actually laughed ding 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 an actual laugh yep i actually laughed at that one too that was good yes yeah, Skibby does eventually become a re- series regular and gets his name in the credits and everything wow hey that's cool and he goes on to be in to the goldbergs yeah that's what i which hear which is a show i know more about than uh than iCarly and he plays the character of naked rob which is a very on brand for gibby is he naked in the goldbergs he's not naked but he always wants to take his shirt off at first but then they kind of tone that down okay they you know they lifted that right out of iCarly it seemed like he had his shirt off for for some time well, i didn't think that was by choice well, it's because he was, it was having a nightmare. It was his nightmare, but also Sam's nightmare. <laughs> it was very. They introduced this idea of like linked dreams. Like <laughs> yeah. they've linked very up their cool. dreams. Yeah. Yes. They do. It was, it was very. Lots of, lots of deep lore. <laughs> introduced in this episode <laughs> we should talk about we've talked about the first scene and pretty much right after that it was the dancing they, yeah. like they leave that and then they're like oh we've got to watch a, a ton of dance videos for iCarly yeah. like mm-hmm. 500 a day or something crazy then Spencer then, comes in before the before the dreams I think Spencer comes in mm-hmm, and he says I believe so. are relatives eligible oh my gosh <laughs> yes Spencer our man great great way to find himself in this show he wants to do a dance and he goes off to find his helmet which again before we get to the dream sequences I want to talk about Spencer's room because it, it is extremely rare that we get to see Spencer's room I think we see oh. it in one other episode and glimpses of it on the iCarly.com website but eventually the Spencer's room set was torn down to make Carly's room oh. yeah where does she live yeah, we've because never my seen spatial, Carly's room. my yeah. spatial reasoning here seems that this is the second floor am i right this is the first floor and carly lives on the second floor and the studio is on the third floor well that's where i get confused because what about the studio then there's like a hallway but the the elevator (laughs) goes what is that hallway hallway. i mean into the studio do we ever see what's in the hallway maybe there's stairs i don't know the stairs are right next to the elevator yeah or is it like are there other rooms do they have multiple studios i don't that's a good point Hmm. I know. Let's cut the power on the elevator and make our characters go up the stairs. 
Sam, you're getting oh, so far upstairs. ahead of us. No, I want to talk about Spencer's room. Yes. yes. Because for, it's interesting that they said we're going to build a set for Spencer's room and not Carly's room. Very cool. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I did send you guys some pictures I found online, but I wanted to list some things I saw in Spencer's room. I saw some symbols, a big tube, the jelly window monkeys, a guitar mm-hmm. case, a very low Ikea bed, which is not unlike my bed, but it's not the same bed. Exactly. <laughs> Many sure? lamps. Literally, many lamps, uh, several unidentifiable objects, two globes, a beanbag, two very uncomfortable looking couches, two pig sculptures, one is a male and one is a female, paintings on easels, part of a fire hydrant, what looks to be a single hard-boiled egg sitting in a tiny pan, a landline phone, a sled hanging on the wall, a refrigerator, what could only be a skunk mascot head. <laughs> it could only be that. I'm sure. No, it, it could be a furry not. head. A body scale like the old school at the doctor's office where you move the weights and two lockers. That's what I got. There's more in there. It's like one of those I spy books. That's what it looks like. Oh, hey, I, I see hanging on the wall a very old tennis racket in a oh. tennis racket cover as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is I, mean, a, I think that's a tennis racket. It's, it's like a tennis racket from the 1910s. <laughs> It's very old. These are just some fun some fun facts about Spencer's hmm. living arrangements. They put so much care into this set and then they only show it one other time. He has he also has an egg McMuffin in there. Yes. <laughs> he does, which I thought he goes to it's very old and moldy, and I would not eat an old moldy egg McMuffin, but I definitely would take a look at something that's been around a little too long and think about eating it anyway. So I appreciated that. Well, I didn't appreciate it because I thought that was a huge continuity error from whenever he wouldn't even eat a taco that was on the ground. <laughs> well, I think the That's taco, true. I think he stepped on the taco. He stepped on the taco. So it'd be but, more but He would eat, he would think well, about eating a moldy uh, Egg McMuffin, but wouldn't even think about eating a taco that got a little bit of shoe juice on it. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe it like crashed. Maybe it was yeah. a hard shell taco, and it just like shattered, and he couldn't pick it up in time. That's what I think. Maybe. So he needs he needs a helmet for this dance called the Firecracker, and it's a fiery explosion of flailing limbs and floppy passion. Yes, <laughs> that does not sound fun. I sometimes think it's a good idea when I get really wired on coffee to just go ahead and put on my bike helmet. So I. I do get, I do get this like he's kind of a, a, a manic, excited person, and he gets in. He goes a hundred percent in everything that he wants to do. It's inspiring, and I think that that is a relatable. It's true. We don't get to see yeah. like an art piece in this episode, but we do still get that inspirational message from Spencer about putting your whole heart into things. Emily, what do you think about performance Ooh. art, though? Spencer's not known but, but to be a performance artist. In the actual artist. episode, we didn't see Spencer's dance. Spencer's dance was only online. And I did not know. I did not. I had never seen it until this weekend when I saw on the iCarly wiki that the dance was online and I sought it out and we finally got to see it. It was very floppy. It was very flailing. Yeah. So much. It could have been better though. I was hoping he would really show us why he needed the helmet. And it was a couple times when he like banged his head. (laughs) But I was thinking like maybe he'd slip on a banana peel in this big uh, messy room. Yeah, and like a big cartoon hammer had fallen, hit him on the head. 
head and he and the and you his see, like, room little is split, birds flying around his head level. or something. It's a gigantic tripping hazard. Mm-hmm. It's true. So look look out for that. This this room is a rare uh, sight. It sounds like yeah. That's too bad. Supposedly we see it in the Christmas episode. I couldn't when I this came on screen. I was like, what? I don't remember seeing this. Wow. Hmm. Thanks for the going on the Spencer's room detour with me. Spencer's room. We can get to the most exciting part of the episode. The this very plot light episode. They start having dreams about dance. That's that's all that happens. I think we learn a lot about the their characters and their motivations and what is bad or funny to them. One thing that I kind of took away that I think we probably already knew is that Carly is kind of like the straight man of the group. Yes. Because while Sam and Freddie both had these big adventuresome ones that had like full plots, Carly's was like, I danced. Yeah, it's just a that's cute about little dance. Just a bunch of boys in tuxes. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. So the very first one is it's all three of them in the school. They're mm-hmm. doing like a really jazzy type thing. Yeah, I forgot. About and that's that. the shared dream between them all. That first one is no yeah. the share. Well, I guess all three of them do share that dream. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but mm-hmm. it's not a. It's very mystical, and that's not above iCarly. I don't think. I don't know. I really like the dancing. I wish there was singing. I was very excited about a, a musical episode, <laughs> and if there had been singing, I would have been the have been the most a plus episode ever i would say unless if, jake shows uh, up oh no i would want to ask uh <laughs> emily let's say you go to sleep tonight uh-huh and you were put into a dance-based dream. What yeah. what would be like your nightmare dance scenario? Oh. Or it could be a good dream. Um, I do have dreams about dance because I was in dance for my entire school experience. So I have dreams that it's the recital and I don't know the dance. But that's a good question. Like, what is what is the worst dance you could make me do? I'm not very good at like hip hop dance. I'll probably if I had to do <laughs> Sam's dance, Ooh. I'd look really bad at it. But she looks excellent. I would say I, I would wake up in my dream. I'd be in a cold sweat and I'd feel this pressure on my head. I would look up and this helmet would be clenched onto me. And I'd be in this very confusing room that has too many bright colors. And I would look on my hands and I would be uh, tied to like marionette strings. And I'd be forced to like a puppet to dance what? in a fiery explosion of flailing limbs and floppy passion. Worst case scenario for me. That's very scary. It's kind of a long joke. (laughs) And Freddy's dance is when the tap dancer comes out and is... Okay, no, no, this is what I want to say first about Freddy's dance. The worst line in all of iCarly history. When the tap dancing dude gums up to Carly... I can't even, I don't even want to say it. Say it. He says, he walks up to her and he says, you shouldn't have called your show iCarly. You should have called it You Purdy. <laughs> it was so bad. It's, it's yeah. horrible. Uh, it's really horrible. So I understand Freddy's visceral reaction against that. I get it. Yeah. Well, that, that dude deserves to lose every dance off the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought it was kind of sad on Freddy because it was like Freddy's subconscious trying to make him also really dumb and being like, Aww. oh, what's the dumbest thing someone could say to prove how dumb they are because okay. they aren't good enough for Carly. That's a good point. So was Freddy's dancing real? No. Well, whenever we see the close-up of Freddy's feet, 
Obviously it's not, not great. But what I did notice is that his shoes are huge. And that those are the shoes that he's wearing in the next episode, too. So those aren't just his dancing shoes. Those are his make-the-actor-look-taller shoes. Oh. They're huge boots. But now whenever we see the close-up on his feet, not dancing. But whenever we see him doing this little clap-clap, brush-brush. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah that, that, and whenever yeah, he punches that, the guy. Funny. There was a part where he punched the guy, and I kind of chuckled. And that's part of, <laughs> I just like musicals. Whenever they were just they're like doing their little dance. And the oh, Nashville and he sticks next his arm straight out like to that. the side. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the guy just happens to walk and go, I want to be your friend. Please let me in your gang. That was my gang until you were too good of a dancer. Yeah. I do yeah. like his, the, Sam referred to him as the Draco Malfoy. I like the Draco Malfoy's character coming in and like trying to join in the dance afterwards. Yes. It was funny. How did they have a, bu- a budget enough after doing all that choreography to hire Tom Felton? <laughs> He did have this, the hair swoop. He did. Another kind of broader topic for the whole episode, Highland dancing and, you know, all forms of dancing. Um, as a self-proclaimed person who likes musicals, there's something I just don't know about them, which is, what is good dancing? Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, whenever characters have a dance-off, they both look great to me, and I think that's why I like musicals. I think it's all good. And so there's, like, parts where I'm like, is that funny because the dancing is actually bad, or is the dancing good? And it's just funny because kids hate Scottish Highlanders. There was something about the Scottish Highlanders dancing in real life, not in the dream, that I was like, is that? He was doing some moves that I was like, I don't think that's traditional, but maybe. I don't know. Well, I I wasn't even on that high of a level. I was just like, are they laughing at his bad dancing? Or are they booing just because they don't? They're uncultured swine. Yeah. (laughs) And then the same thing with, like, Freddy. And even, well, and then in Sam's, it was like, oh, this is, like, kind of cool. And of course, she's like, this is the worst and it's like well but you're doing it and then she's like why am i doing it and i was like oh i thought that made it cool sorry oh <laughs> uh, yeah i think the character of sam is just supposed to that's a good point She's just though. too cool for school yeah that's yeah. weird though that they were like into watching all the good dance videos and then she was yeah. like but not me exactly. that's why yeah and it's like oh we have to pick the bestest dancer and i'm like what would that be and then the only one was whenever the guy who we all hate now, the total nub, Malfoy, <laughs> um, did like a backflip. I was like, okay, I can see that that's like, a, you know, that's something yeah. that is a big deal. But other like general choreography, I'm just easily impressed, I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sam, you have to read it out loud. Yeah, you want to read this out loud, what you've yeah, just said to us? Expert, uh, this is an excerpt from Spencer's blog. The Spencer's blog on iCarly.com. Yeah. So uh, go check it out. There's a archive link for this one. Spencer's kind of talking about his day and his blog slash journal that he somehow <laughs> keeps and puts on this website because he wants to be 100% in with the gang. But he's talking about how all these people go through their dreams or, or he's ready to show the firecracker, but they're tired. So I'm reading here, quote unquote. So I just took a nap and then dot, 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 OMG, dot, 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 um, I had a dream. I think I liked it, open parentheses, <laughs> but I'm not sure. It was a little embarrassing. Actually, a lot embarrassing. I don't want you to see it. So do not click on the link below. Don't do it. Don't click the link below and don't look at my picture below. And the picture's like right below it. <laughs> You can't yeah, even avoid it. it. Freddie wanted us to look at the picture. Let he did. Freddy? Not Freddie. Spencer. Spencer. Uh, Why did I say Freddie? I thought you were implying that Freddie posted their blogs for them, which I would no, also Spencer wrote this blog, and he wanted us to look. 
He, yeah. he did, and he, he did like the dance. Wait he a was minute. Great at well, that's what I'm saying. He seemed fine in the in the dream. It seemed like he was having a good old time. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, Spencer. How did they get? How did he get a picture from his dream? He's an artist. This was the one true act of art. He had a dream and then recreated it and then took a photograph. <laughs> no, he drew that. That's not a. That's not a photo. It's a. It's a uh, drawing. It's a painting. No, that's better than him putting out a casting call for hot middle school boys. <laughs> I need like 15 oh, middle no. school boys in tuxedos to come to my house and I'll be wearing a dress. It'll be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Nothing weird. Well, you know, he already visits high schools frequently, so. Does he do that in this episode? No, it's a dream, so no, he doesn't do that in dream. this one. Well, this is this gave me the most mystical vibes, his dance scene at the end, because mm-hmm. there's a second, like, there's a credits rolling. And I think if you took out the video, it would be very Twin Peaks, because, or not the video, the, the, the music. Take the music out. Have the credits rolling, and maybe it being a little bit in slow motion. It, there's just something kind of off about the credits scenes. That is where very it's funny and, and everything with the music, but it's just weird yeah. to see the credits rolling during during this a dream, dream sequence. It's interesting. Yeah. I so I have never gotten to see these credit scenes before because Nickelodeon started showing like promos over the credits, so I've never seen these. It's very exciting, new content for me, and I agree that it's a little it's a little weird and it's a Twin Peaksy vibe about let's just fade out on this dream sequence. It probably- How do we know anyone ever woke up? What if the rest of the entire series is part of his dream? Ooh. What if it's all one shared dream? At this point, afterwards, it's, it's all shared dream. Because, okay, we didn't talk about Sam's segment where she's doing a hip-hop-y, Scottish-inspired dance. And first of all, Jeanette McCurdy, extremely talented, does a very good job of looking like she's not in control of her body while also being an excellent dancer and being totally yeah. in control of her body. So, very impressed. Mm-hmm. That's the part where Gibby runs in in his underwear. <laughs> and so that's, suddenly it's not just a shared dream between the three of them, but it's it's a shared dream uh, with Gibby as well. Oh, is there any Gibby Sam shipping that goes on in this fandom? I've never seen that. But now we have to take a break to talk about shipping because I have never seen anyone particularly shipping Gibby with anyone, which is sad. Hmm. Well, you heard it here first, kids. Sam and Gibby. No. That's what we're going to find out about. That is not our, the official ship of oh, the iCarly podcast. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so obviously... You can think about this going forward because we'll eventually want to know who you ship. Think about it. The big ones are, are you going to ship Carly and Freddie or are you going to ship Sam and Freddie? And depending on what you say, you will cause a huge fight online still to this day. Good. I'm ready to fight. Can I say something else that would start a fight? Yes. Could I ship Carly with like maybe an improv class or something like that? Oh. Are you saying that she's not good on her web show? Well, I guess that's just what kids like, but I just feel like she doesn't have very many zingers compared to the rest of the cast. And whenever she makes jokes, they're like about hot boys and they just feel kind of like like filler text. <laughs> if we establish that she's the straight person, that she's not supposed to be funny. She's just supposed to mm. be there to bounce wacky stuff off of. That's true. She's still supposed to be a little bit funny. Like Jerry yeah, Seinfeld. I mean, she- was 
a comedian. He still had he still had some jokes. He was the straight man kind of. At. Okay. He was the least weird one, but he had yeah, but he had like like she says stuff that you can you can tell is supposed to be a punchline, and I'm just like, oh, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine. Sorry. That's valid. Okay. That's my only shots fired because it's true. The group needs needs a normal person to keep them together. Yes. Agreed. I think I would I would think maybe Spencer and Miss Briggs. No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I should not shoot down your ship. Shoot it down. Shoot it down with flaming arrows. <laughs> it's very bad. I will just say really quickly, I know it's controversial, but my OTP of all time is Spencer and Sam. Moving past that, you will also <laughs> you will find Spencer and Freddy shippers online. So at least Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. The the internet will ship anyone. <laughs> oh, the internet. There's some others. You guys don't know Sako, but Spencer and Sako is one as well. Ooh. I don't... <laughs> oh. I, I don't... <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> Really quick, I do not condone any relationships between Spencer and Sam until they are all adults and Sam has moved away for 10 years and come back and now she's 28 and now they're both adults. The end. There we go. But Spencer's 42. It's 13 years. It's 13 years. 41. This this is a perfect segue into my segment of my bizarro theories, which is not the one I previously told y'all. It's what I just came up with as you were talking. So the math is completely wrong. But here's my theory. So in most of these sorts of things, you know, the um, the older sibling or the person taking care of the adult or whatever has like a very general, oh, they're an adult age, right? But they make a big point of saying Spencer is 26. Why did they do this? They don't even talk about if Car- Carly was birthed by a mother, but mm-hmm. they know, they want us to know Spencer is 26. So I think he's actually far younger. Hear me out. <laughs> And he had to take guardianship of Carly at some point and had to lie on everything and say he was 18. And so then um, he could be 19 right now, but he had... Well, wait, no, that's not how math works. But he he would have to be some other age that would add up to, oh, if I was 18 when I took guardianship seven years ago, now I'm 26. Yes, I'm 26, television. Everyone look how 26 I am, even though I still haven't quite figured out how to have a job and do adult stuff. I love it. I think that could be, that could be an option. I love it because that makes me more able to ship Spencer and Sam. Also, Sam was held back a year, so she's a year older. But Miss Briggs does say in one of the last episodes so it's when Spencer's in the school, Miss Briggs says, oh, I haven't seen you since you graduated eight years ago. Uh-huh. Nope. Uh-huh. I got you there. Okay. Because, um, again, the math might be a little fuzzy, but aren't they in the eighth grade? Right. So they're like in middle school. Yeah. So he graduated from middle school eight years ago. Yes! So maybe she's giving us the key the key uh, clue there. Love it. That he uh, is only 20. I guess that would make him 22 if he graduated from middle school eight years ago. I accept this as canon. Maybe. Uh, which, again... Still not good. To, that's still a pretty big age difference, but you know, slightly. Hey, I could see slightly it. Slightly less. Um, the ship chooses the shipper, so it's not my fault. <laughs> Spotted in the credits. You Ooh, won't regret it. Spotted in the credits. You won't regret it. This is what I'm saying. 
This dance thing where she's like shoulder shimmying, yes. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen it like at the very two beginnings and it's like so to me very like, oh, this is in the credits. Like yeah. I know I haven't like watched the credits a million times, but like this is like the opener thing that I'm like, this is iCarly. Mm-hmm. And it's like so wacky. I know if there are any listeners out there yelling at us, as they always say, uh, we've missed a few. We've missed a few spotted in the credits. And I know that. Uh, we definitely have. We yeah. missed you won't uh, a, regret it. a fair number of them in the pilot. Yeah. There's yeah. one where Carly's squirting them with water that we like missed. Like cats. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's more too, but yeah. Not a very good segment, but it's Spotted in the credits. Do the song again, Sam. That was pretty good. Spotted in the credits. You won't regret it. Spotted in the credits. This is the outro. We you just want to give you some it. options to pick from. They do update the they update the credits as oh, they, they show do. The song. Yeah, that makes well, sense because it would be weird to have a, a, a credit sequence with like their babies, thirteen year olds, yeah. but then you fit, flip to the show and they're all like seventeen. 70. I want to talk about these pictures that, let's finally acknowledge all these pictures that Sam has sent us in our chat. It's a picture of Spencer. So what happens is Carly has a dream about her dancing with a bunch of boys in tuxedos. Boring. And then Spencer lies down on the couch and has that same dream (laughs) with him in the dress dancing with boys in tuxedos. So Sam has sent us a bunch of pictures of Spencer in the dress, Spencer's leg in the dress. dress. Mrs. Brig as a Scottish man. For the viewers that just watched this, do you think that maybe Spencer shaved his legs for oh, this? Oh, let's see. You've got a picture. Can we zoom in? It's a low-res <laughs> picture. I see some hair on that leg. Yeah. It looks a little shiny to me. Yeah. And then my question is, does he have his, his like full armpit hair there? In the? Oh, I bet he did shave his armpits. No, I'm seeing... Is that a shadow? I think that's a shadow. I don't think it's his armpit hair. Okay. That's my opinion. I'm going... I, I uh... opened it. I'm going to zoom in no, as it's far as I can. Hair. That is armpit hair. Is that yeah, the right I placement it was a shadow for at first. Hair? It seems a I think it's like a, like a, a wig. I think, they, I think they tried to edit it out and they didn't do a very good job. <laughs> like, can can this podcast say the word Merkin? I was, you know, I was thinking it. I guess we can say it now. I'm leaving it in. Spotted in the credits. <laughs> you won't regret it. Uh, that's not where Merkins go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I really liked how these, these quote unquote hot boys led by Tom Felton, I thought it would be hard for them to not break during this. I thought they were like really, I, the whole thing was just good vibes. So Like they were just very like playing it so cool. Mm-hmm. I had a big, big goofy smile on the whole time when I was watching Spencer dance. Oh. And it, I mean, it goes without saying that Jerry Trainer did an excellent job. He did all the dance moves great and also very hilarious. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Yeah. Hallie did remind me of podcasts not having a visual element. I guess we could put some of these pictures on our blog. But I'm kind of going with the whole uh, NPR article or kind of angle where they explain pictures and videos all the time. I think we should tweet them out on our Twitter account, Spencer ATC Pod. Yes, this is all great content. At Spencer ATC Pod. So are we going to introduce a new segment in this episode called Reading Comments from the Wiki? Mm, Yeah, do you want to? Because, uh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because these, we, we, we did this after we were recording last time, and they're. We nuts. stopped recording and we just keep talking about it, <laughs> We just kept talking about <laughs> That's the, the how you comments know we're on the wiki. Fans. <laughs> Wait, the very first comment is great. 
We could, we should have just read. I'm going to read it now. Just here's okay. what happens in this episode. Let's dissect it. In this episode, Freddy had a dream where he won Carly over a guy in a dance contest. That was really cute, but I bet he was upset when he realized it was all just a dream because it was revealed in the first episode that he had a crush on Carly for quite some time. The ending of this episode was also very funny because Spencer had the exact same dream Carly had and was wearing the exact same dress. That was hilarious. This comment comes to you from... <laughs> December 29th, 2020. <laughs> oh, oh, from Pasta 1998. One. Exclamation point. I think this kind of relates to the comment from Jesus Augustine from uh, the year of our Lord 2011. <laughs> Freddie, so cute. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, so I, I really like this comment. Uh, I really don't like this episode because it's too long for me. I really like <laughs> dancing. Want to know a secret? I dream about dancing with celebrities. If I was on Dancing with the Stars with it. Here are some examples. Corey Burton, Orlando Bloom, Bill Farmer, Tony Anselmo, etc. Okay. That's, that's from Mermaid Amp on May 6, 2012. Wow. I do like, I like Freddy's, I like, I like this episode, I like Freddy's section, obviously this has a lot of good Spencer content for me, so I really enjoy this episode. It, it's a very, it's a fun episode. Not much, not much character development, but it's just kind of a fun one-off. I think that's what they were going for. What a good episode. So that segues us into uh, the next one. Which is called I Like Jake. Which I think, actually, I think the best segue is to talk about how the, the real nub from I Dream of Dance and Jake from I Like Jake have a lot of similar characteristics and that uh, Carly has quite the type. True, is it just blonde kids? Yeah, it's just tall, blonde boys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Carly would I mean, have I loved Lucas With Gray, fairly right? long hair. Mm-hmm. She's, it's very like what we all, I guess, liked in high school, which is what they're, or middle school, which is what they're trying to, to capture. So good job, Nickelodeon. <laughs> you really got your okay, wait. finger on the pulse. There we go. I got it. So okay. this blonde kid, I was sure his name was Jake Randall, but apparently his name is Jake Crandall. Crandall. It's Jake Crandall. I was thinking that was a very dumb name for TV. <laughs> like, I feel like whenever you write a character name, you say it out loud. I don't, and... because I even Googled Jake Randall and he came up, so I'm surprised. Mm-mm. Is it in the credits? Is it in the credits or is it someone trolling the wiki? Maybe. It does they do it does sound like Crandall when they say it though. In like a year, um, he is starring as Elvis Presley in an untitled <laughs> Elvis Presley project. Really? I thought he was a bad singer. No, so According to the Wikipedia, which you could have guessed, when they auto-tune him in this episode, that's actually him singing. And like, yeah, it's what? not actual auto-tune. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was just a different person. You can tell because Freddy just has a box and he's just turning knobs on it. I don't think he's actually doing anything. That's what TV Are you does, accusing right? Freddy of not being a technical wizard? I'm just saying that it was some really impressive TV magic that wasn't real. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure uh, in Lonely Island's magnum opus, I'm on a boat. That's what they did the tea, to T-Pain. So, that's true. you know. And then he was on a boat, so... And then they were on a boat, and then he was auto-tuned, and yeah. Should we quickly explain what this episode is about? Well, no. but explain it in this way, okay? Um, have you had this eighth grade moment of the, the, the dream boy or dream girl breaks up and everyone just <laughs> screams? No, no. I did not have that. I did not. 
did not have that, but that does happen in this episode. What yeah. about, is there even like a, any close to reality? Was there ever a rumor mill going on? I think maybe uh, so. I mean, I think like if the guy you liked broke up with someone, you'd be like, that's pretty cool. But I don't think every single girl liked the same guy. That's sort of a Hollywood thing. Oh, every, yeah, no, it's crazy. Every single girl apparently Except just had, had a thing well, for Jake Crandall. I think, no, I think Sam is included because yeah. of her line where she says like, so we're just all going to freak out because one of us has a chance to date Jake Crandall. And she says one of us, like, oh. yourself. So she likes and she just doesn't, okay. She's and she, gonna... she made Carly throw the apple uh, to get a attention and i think that would have she thought that was going to take carly out of the running it was very much oh, like a, ooh, only one can that's survive a, that's a little malicious i didn't think about that i thought she was <laughs> wow. just being lol random there's your conspiracy i conspiracy so that happens um see i'm just so honestly guys i'm not interested in this episode and you know why oh, you know why, why? no gibby because, well, yeah, first of all, there's no Gibby. There is no Gibby. But also, there's, like, let's talk about Spencer's side plot. All he does is paper yeah. mache. No, 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 this is good. This is, He has two good parts, I think. One, he's doing the painting. He's being a true guardian to Carly and, like... Really Having kind of helping her out through some tough times through that stress reliever of throwing paint at something. Yeah, mm-hmm. very it's, princess Is that the diaries. sculpture that he kind of impersonates without a head? Yes. 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 And, and is that spotted in the credits? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sp- spotted in the credits. <laughs> you won't regret it. Just, just stick the, to the first part. <laughs> the sculpture looked mostly human-shaped, except for... <laughs> Except for on the right bicep, it had like a huge bulb. It was so (laughs) weird because it was like mostly shaped like Spencer, except for the right arm, which just had like a a tennis ball sized growth. We can infer that That Spencer has that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Spencer said it's modeled after he would have done that. He would have done a cast of his entire body if he did a cast of his head, which he does in this episode. The body had to come from a cast of his body. That's true. So do we think he's actually that bad at paper mache? Or do we think he was doing sort of a lost wax method where the paper mache was against his face and we just couldn't see it? Right. Yeah, I was wondering that. But I think based off of how the body turned out. I think he may just be bad at paper mache. Yeah, and that's where it falls apart because it's like I was thinking the same thing of like, wow, he's like getting Carly involved. How fun! Like, what a great, great friend and parent. <laughs> and then two seconds later, he's like, "Oops, I ate a fish." Oops. <laughs> Where's Carly's paycheck because she's helping Spencer do his job? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Where is Spencer's paycheck? Is the first question we have to ask. <laughs> That's also true. I skipped ahead a little, and I watched a few other episodes, and we don't, we're not going to talk about them, but I watched one where he gets paid $1,000 for a sculpture, and he is like, this is the biggest amount of money I've got. Like, <laughs> so no. how is he making? No, don't give that away, Spencer, <laughs> pretending he made a bunch of money. He's just like, oh my gosh, $1,000. So I don't know how much money he's making off of his other sculptures. Maybe he's selling NFTs. Of his sculptures. 
I wonder if you can buy an NFT of one of his sculptures, like, right now in oh, real absolutely. life. Honestly, it would not surprise me if he's like, if Jerry Trainer was like, you know, I'm actually going to pull out of this reboot. I have enough money now selling NFTs of my sculptures. <laughs> my sculptures. <laughs> NFTs of my iCarly sculptures. Wow. So we didn't, we did not finish saying, I, I cut in and we did not finish saying what happens in this episode. Not at all. Oh. That's how it works. We meander our way through the episode. Well, pretty early on, we see that there's this big uh, locker problem because apparently <laughs> there's been some trades happening and there's these two uh, very strong, capable wrestlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that we've we've already talked about it, but I was very confused. It was jarring because <laughs> I know Sam's locker is very well like burned into my mind from the last right. episode. Which Sam's locker spotted in the intro. <gasps> spotted Ooh. in the credits. <laughs> won't they regret it. And cut. Nope. Nope. Cut. <laughs> you won't regret it. Nope. Get nope. <laughs> <laughs> you won't regret it. I regret it. Sam trades lockers with Freddie, who, I don't know. Sam gets a locker by Carly. I don't know why they didn't just ride it in that way in the first place. Well, and I like that they had to make a big point of all of it, even if they're out of order or whatnot, like as if people were noticing back in 2007. Right. Like, it's like, wait they a for- minute. Yeah, they foresaw <laughs> the internet and the wiki, and the wiki <laughs> tracking them, and they said, all right, we got to put something in here. Mm, so Jake Jake goes to uh, Carly's apartment, and uh, before he goes in, no, after he after he rings the bell, and Carly's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in sweatpants. This is a nightmare." Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes up to change, and then Jake confront or er, Freddie confronts Jake mm, in the hallway. I forgot. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh yeah, and that's where we see the the apartment uh, number very well blazed oh, yeah. on the door. Th- mm-hmm. That is where we very clearly see the apartment so, number. Be looking for that, and then apparently wait for our, you know, 86th episode, and then we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Or we'll talk about yeah. it every time it shows up on screen. Every time yeah, it yeah. shows up on screen. And if you don't get it, we'll explain when you're older. No, we very <laughs> clearly last time said it looks like a penis. Well, well I just think you cut so much out to make it short. I don't know how much you're cutting out. I'm not cutting out. episode one yet. <laughs> it's just a good point. I don't, well, maybe I'll cut it out. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways. So anyway, we find out that Freddy is absolutely just watching Carly's door all day, every day, which is a little spooky. Yeah, um, or has some other, much. or maybe, well, maybe he has some package. like system. Yeah, maybe uh, set up like an alarm system. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> some sort of funny Rube Goldberg that isn't totally creepy. Ha 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 Yeah, so he comes out and talks to the guy and says that he can leave. Jake says, I'm here to see Carly. And Freddy takes a picture of Carly out of his back pocket and says, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> He just has one handy. Oh, <laughs> Freddy! It's like printed out on his home printer. <laughs> uh, it was 2007, so they were probably like, well, they were were face splash friends, right? Not. I was going to say my <laughs> yes. face, but they were face oh, yeah. splash. Face splash, splash, yeah, splash face. Splash face. Splash face. Splash face. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get it one day. Uh, so he had he had access to pictures of Carly that weren't sure. very very creepy. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah. would you say that it's Jake's still creepy for him to print one out? But at well, least and to just have like... it on his person at all times. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. at least he didn't take the picture. Would you say Jake's a little straightforward that he invites himself in and just they go straight up to the bedroom? They do. Well, oh, the, the, the studio. studio, not the bed. The studio. Yeah, they skip the bedroom. They don't. They go well, to floor three. How does Spencer know that? Yeah. That's He's true. not a great chaperone. <laughs> 
This is kind of where he drops the he ball says, on his playing uh-huh. mom and dad at the same time. Nah. He says that he will go up there at any time. Any moment. Doesn't yeah, he have like, the plaster? What? Oh, I guess he doesn't have the plaster on. No, the plaster head isn't on yet. Not yet. Because they're they're painting the, the body of the mannequin. They sure are writing the elevator a lot in this. I hope that like it's not foreshadowing. Elevator watch. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. So they go up there and they just talk and they find out that what they find out the he Jinx is really is... a fan or he's done oh, some yeah. research on the show at minimum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, like, knew, he knows her. a lot. He knew that the studio is smaller in reality than he thought, and mm-hmm. he knew that there is that the remote. He knows the remote. The yeah. remote, yeah. I wanted to bring up. We haven't talked about this yet, but the design of the studio is. Strange. They've got that car <laughs> thing. That, mm-hmm. that, that like yeah. front end of a car that just has chairs in it and it's got flames on it and it's Dachshund brand. Right. I was noticing that they have like... They <laughs> and they have a Dachshund brand light in the background. Yeah, they have that. It's so confusing. And then they also have some like little knitted Dachshunds. I saw this time, or just around the studio. It's, it's also a working vehicle. Because he sits yeah, on it. Yeah, it has an alarm. Why, why, <laughs> he sits on it and has an alarm. What, why would they do that on their, like, furniture? Imagine you had a couch that if you sat down on it, maybe the alarm goes off. And you go, oh, I've got to turn off my couch alarm. I think that's maybe a Spencer uh, chaperone move. Oh, see, he's doing his job. Oh, he he's got an alarm. The car. <laughs> Nope. His story about his grandma was one of the, the true laughs for me, I think. <laughs> she just bought her first computer, which is even funnier now than it was in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She bought her first computer. She was saving up for a foot. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the studio, and then he says, I can sing and uh, play guitar. Yeah. And Carly's like, you should play on the show. Yeah, and so he says, okay. It's very straightforward. It's a very straightforward episode. Of course, straightforward. Yeah. And then they cut forward to the next day, and Carly and Sam are there getting ready for the show, and Spencer's there and has his plaster head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we should talk about the plaster head. <laughs> That's He's the most important system. part of this episode, is the plaster head. He's got a system with it. I feel like that it would be a good like uh, contraption for... Well, no, it wouldn't. I was thinking it'd be a good contraption for coronavirus. No, it, yeah. I mean, but it has a big hole on each of the tubes. Mm-hmm. But I like tube. the idea that like he could go out into the world with this thing on and like survive. And he asked for coffee, of all things. He yeah. asked for coffee, which, which is a notoriously a hot beverage. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I really like that because I always get scared in the morning when my coffee brews. And it's, I, I hate the, like the initial fear of drinking coffee and so that really like hit me and then he tells he tells sam to pour it down the tube on his left and oh. she does and nope turns out that's the breathing tube <laughs> no one could have seen that coming no one could have seen no that one, one coming ever. but that implies that somehow the breathing tube is hooked up directly to his lungs <laughs> Well, I figured it was his nose. I thought oh. one was nose and one was mouth. Nose is smart. That makes sense. I think I'm just giving Spencer a lot of credit. <laughs> I, I, I thought that like he, he had two long. tubes in there, one for breathing, one for one for food and drink, mm-hmm. and he would have switched to the food and drink tube by that point, yeah. and so the coffee would have just spilled on his face. That's what I was imagining yeah, but that was makes... happening inside the helmet. That's too logical, so that one's out. But no, mm-hmm. he, he chokes on it because it's his breathing. <laughs> 
That's the end. No, we see one shot later of Spencer when Jake Crandall is singing on the show. And With the fishbowl. He's watching and he goes, oh, this is yeah. so nice. And he puts his, his drink tube into the fishbowl and sucks and up the And he's got fish. it right this that time. It's he's ready to drink. Unless that fish went into his lungs. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the, the joke was a little clunky because he's like, where's my punch? And it's like, could you just say drink? And then he's like, <laughs> what kind of punch is this? It's like, just say, where's my drink? Ooh, it's a little chunky. I mean, come on, hire me, Nickelodeon. Did you notice that the fish didn't come back? Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah. You almost don't understand this as much as um, Sheena Danell, who made a comment on <laughs> April of 2015. Anyone else notice that Sam poured the coffee down the tube she was supposed to? And Swag 2018 said in 2018. I noticed that too. Hmm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Wait, we should just we should That's just do it. That's the joke. I need to reply to these people and explain jokes. To <laughs> we need them. to do voice. We just need to take the comments of the Wikipedia and put them <laughs> oh on God. like Microsoft Sam voiceover text, and just we're done with the podcast. This is a this yeah. is a review from iCarly. Oh my goodness, the return of Pasta 1998 is still here. <laughs> iCarly yes. fan 335 says. I like Jake is one of the worst episodes there has been made, frowny face. And Pasta 1998 says, no, it is not. So <laughs> decide for yourself. Mm, decide yeah, for yourself. Do you think we can no. find Pasta 1998 and have um, them on the show? Probably. I think we could because I just scrolled to that one. And I would like to note that iCarlyFan335 posted in 2014. And Pasta 1998 responded in... December of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> long, long debate. They've just been they've just been stewing over it for the past six years. <laughs> it's like playing chess by mail, and your your letter got lost in the mail for you know a couple decades. What are you? Ooh. What is chess by mail? What is this? It's what people used to do before the internet, like in the olden times. They'd play chess and they would, like, by say, mail? Yeah, because you could just say, like, knight to queen seven, and then the person would write back and be like, checkmate, probably. And they, it oh. was like a telegram thing, I guess. I don't I know. It. Mail, I suppose. Yeah. People are sense. really into chess who are not me. Yeah, chess is kind of having an explosion right now. We shouldn't talk about chess. <laughs> this is this is not a chess podcast. Too trendy. So get, too trendy. Too trendy. It's an iCarly podcast. Yeah. So they're having a mic check on Jake Crandall, and they discover that he sucks. He blows as a singer. To Freddie's delight. He's very poo-ish is what they say, which is sort of one of those middle school things that's a little yeah. a little cringe. He, he was very poo-ish, though. He was poo-ish. And they don't know what they're going to do because yeah. Jake's grandma's gave up a new foot for this. So they have to show <laughs> it's it. It's true. And then this, is, this comment on the wiki is going to explain what happens. The fact that Carly kissed Freddy's nose despite that Freddy agreed to fix the voice without receiving any kiss tells us much. If Carly only did that because she was happy, she could just squeeze Freddy with a hug or do something else. Freddy agrees agrees to auto-tune Jake Randall, uh, even though he asks for a kiss in return and Carly says no, and he says fine, I'll do it anyway. All is well. Before the auto-tune happens, it leads me to... I conspiracy. <laughs> so they try to cover it up with a very crazy oh. let's shut the power off in the elevator scheme. 
I have a yeah, question. Yeah, the elevator scheme. Is this elevator or not a shared elevator that presumably Lubert operates? Because it <laughs> seems like you shouldn't have a shutoff for the elevator oh, on yeah. your floor. And you shouldn't be able to shut off for other people. Which makes me think that this apartment's super expensive and has an internal elevator for all three floors. No, that's Just a great saying. point because it is now, confirmed. I, I'm pretty sure that this apartment has a private elevator inside the apartment. No, this- That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's gotta be. If we look at Dan Schneider's blog, he does say that the elevator goes through the entire apartment, and it's like you have to have a key card system just to get onto your floor, so strangers can't get onto Carly's apartment. So supposedly, this does go through the entire apartment, so they should not have the ability to shut off the yeah. elevator. Well, maybe they're like in the penthouse, and so they can... <sighs> They're like, it's like either they're at the very bottom or the very top. Okay. But also, then, like, the elevator would never, I guess we need to know how tall this building is. Because what if the elevator, like, never came if you're in, like, a 30-story building and you're sharing yeah. that elevator? Well, they show it. They show, it's obviously, it's stock footage, but they show the Bushwell in the... Establishing shot? Yes, in the establishing shots. It looks very tall. Hmm. So, but this is this is where things are quite adding up to me. Jake Crandall goes to visit them. How does he get there? Because I would think that you would take this elevator and you would go visit someone and you would let them in via the elevator. Mm. But it seems like there's another elevator that you go through like a typical apartment hallway. Yeah, because the elevator is private to their house, to their apartment. They have a private... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they have a private elevator going from floor one to floor three of their house. This elevator really doesn't make sense. There is one episode where someone does get in, so... Hmm. I'll, I'll see it when I believe it. Wait, <laughs> I I'll believe re- it when I see I it. I can't remember what it is, but I know that happens, because that's when this conversation came up online and Dan Schneider had to step in and say, no, that's not what's going on. Hmm. We'll see. This has been Elevator Watch. Elevator yeah. Watch. The auto-tune. Back to the auto-tune. Yeah, well, they come up with the crazy scheme first and lock him in the elevator. He's got to go put on his singing shirt. Which is weird because his shirt he's wearing doesn't look like a normal shirt. So right. I even kind of cracked the comment of like, man, he even dressed up for this. Yikes. I, you know, and then I was like, oh, that's yeah. not a singing shirt. He's the hottest guy in school and that's what he wears in his free time. So the elevator, th- the elevator trick doesn't work, so they have to do... They have to let him sing. Freddie does the auto-tune. And Carly, in her excitement that it worked, does give Freddie a small kiss on the nose. A nasal kiss. A strictly nasal kiss. Yeah. As one of the commenters said, if Carly never gave Freddie that kiss, that nose kiss, all caps, then she would have ended up with Jake. Yep. And that would, have, that would have ended the series. Series over, three-part yeah. three run. Very insightful comment by Anime Chantmaster. but uh jake gets back with his old girlfriend also i'd I'd like to say that while we are making fun of all these comments i am like currently logged into my wiki uh account that i have and like score points on in other fandoms and things so you know no i'm extremely we're we're laughing with these people yeah like i (laughs) it is so great that this wiki uh exists because there's like a lot of information in them there really is (laughs) They are great. So shout out to the wiki and also people who talk to each other over the course of six years. <laughs> yep. You're the you're the true heroes. I learned a lot. I you know, see I went into this episode being like kinda down on it, but now I've learned a lot. I like during this performance that he does that his grandma is just 
so proud. Yeah. She is so it had so a happy cool. ending. I know. I really like well, that. Well, does it? Because we see her fall, but we don't see her get back up. Oh. <laughs> does his grandma have life alert? It probably goes to him, and he's too busy macking And he's too busy, like, trying to get back with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, he, he dated his ex-girlfriend for, like, what, 15 years before this? Since he was in the third grade. I thought I thought that they were implying that he has had a girlfriend consecutively for 15 years, but not that he was with the same girlfriend. But he was only broken up for one day. So <laughs> uh, unless, he, unless he, like, dumped a previous girlfriend for someone else and immediately was like, okay... We, we signed this contract, and our relationship has ended, and this new one starts as soon as pen hits paper. That's how it works Whoa. in middle school. That's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no, probably? I think it's the same girlfriend. Okay, it just that just shows something about me that that's what I assumed about him. I think that that was I think that was the end. Except we didn't really talk about the fact that she did say that the nose kiss was strictly nasal. <laughs> yes. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah, that's where it's just not a good joke. Oh, you don't think? I was saying that's the good. That's the one good Carly joke of the episode. I think her enthusiasm so? is good, but strictly, it makes it sound like their noses kissed each other or something. <laughs> so I have a question okay. for all of y'all. Yes. When we think about these two episodes today, I dream of dance. What would you give this on face splash? Would you thumbs okay. up? Again, it is subscribe? splash face. <laughs> splash <laughs> face. Dang it. What would you give I Dream of Dance on Splash Face? I'd give would it a splash. Subscribe? Yeah. You'd give it a splash? I would subscribe to I Dream of Dance. Yeah. I Dream of Dance, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Even the cheesy parts. Best thing about musicals is that they're supposed to be cheesy, so I don't get upset and I giggle. So I would say I Dream of Dance might be my favorite episode so far. Oh, we didn't say my favorite Freddie line from I Dream of Dance where he goes, where Drave Go Malfoy says, what are you going to do about it? And he goes, I'm going to dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. You can get away with that in a musical. I think for I Dream of Dance, I would have hit that little bell um, on Face Splash. Splash Face. Splash Face. <laughs> okay. I think I'd hit that little bell on Splash Face. <laughs> so I could be told of when the next video hit. But to segue, after I watched I Like Jake, I would unclick that yeah. bell. Whoa. And that's pretty big. It was fine. Like, I wouldn't give it a dislike. It was, for me, it was about on par with the pilot episode. Yeah. But I would still sit, I would still stay subscribed. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you want to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. Which, what is, what's coming up next? It's, uh... Um, it's got our boy in the title. Ooh! What? The next episode is I Want to Stay with Spencer. Yeah, That sounds dramatic. And then after that is I, Neville, which will be the introduction of the character Neville. Okay, I shouldn't read the plot of this no. because it sounds like something... <laughs> I read the first line of the plot and it's just wild. <laughs> I think it's not a spoiler. It happens pretty early on if you want to say what it is. Well, the very the, the inciting action of the next episode <laughs> is that uh, during an iCarly show, Spencer shows off his newest sculpture, the Fan of Hammers, but it malfunctions and a hammer gets loose, almost decapitating Carly. Oh, it's action packed. Very dramatic. Series finale, episode five. (laughs) Decapitated. Decapitated by a hammer. (laughs) 
good. Probably every episode is going to have a defining moment like that. If she'd have gotten with Jake, series over. If she got decapitated, series over. over. Yeah. Yeah. In that alternate universe that we keep talking about. Yes, there's yeah. so many of them. Every every day that elevator goes one more story. <laughs> you know, story having multiple meanings here if we're, we're getting to lots of layers of yes. universes. I'm so happy wow. that you all can also find so much depth in this show it makes me it makes me appreciate my choice in friends thank you (laughs) so yeah those are the next two episodes and we will see you next week bye